The My Ag Life Daily News Report is the go-to daily ag news source for California agriculture. The hour-long daily news report can be heard every Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. and is available on demand with the My Ag Life app. Download it for free at myaglife.com. Quash fungicide prevents defoliating almond diseases like alternaria, scab, and rust. Quash has excellent UC ratings and delivers proven broad-spectrum protection. Talk to your PCA or visit valent.com quash. Always read and follow label instructions. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by the top publications in the industry, West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazine. Here is your host, Taylor Chalstrom. Hi, welcome to My Ag Life. Today, we're talking with Louise Ferguson, Extension Specialist in the UC Davis Department of Plant Sciences and Andy Lyons, Informatics and GIS Statewide Program with UC ANR and UC Berkeley to discuss a web-based tool for predicting pistachio growth. Welcome, Louise and Andy. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you both here. So, Louise, a UC Davis team recently developed a new web-based tool for predicting pistachio growth due to this sort of gradual shift within the industry. Can you kind of explain how the pistachio industry has evolved to now require a tool like this? When I started to live back in 1984, in the early years of the industry, the industry was uh, basically planted all in similar Central Valley regions, similar climates. Uh, we had one cultivar, Kerman, and it's, it's pollenizer, uh, Peters. And uh, the climate appeared to be at least more stable back then. So we can pretty much schedule the uh, production practices that are related to growth stages, uh, kernel growth, uh, excuse me, for, uh, shell growth initially, and then kernel growth. We can pretty much schedule them by the calendar. It was a pretty reliable tool. But uh, now the industry... 400,000 acres plus, has spread to several different microclimates. Uh, courtesy of our breeders, Dan Parfit and Craig Kaltzen, we have new cultivars with different, different growth characteristics. And um, it appears that there is some change in climate. So based on the fact that all plants have genetically determined what we call heat unit accumulation. They require just so much growth to, just so much heat to achieve their growth stages, especially shell sizing and kernel size. If we can determine what these are, and we have for specific cultivars, then we can use these accumulated heat unit accumulations to, as a decision tools to predict when nutshell size will be achieved, maximum shell size, when the kernel will achieve maximum size, and we can then basically use this as one of the tools to schedule irrigation, harvest timing. And actually, we can use a website like this to see if there are changes happening. And so obviously, over the course of this evolution you just laid out, the web-based tool hasn't been around forever. It's only, it's only recently been established. So how how are growers kind of going about doing the things that the web-based tool does before it existed? Uh, well, basically what they did was <clears throat> we had history. We also have current, meaning they had, they knew their orchard and, and how it behaved in previous years. We have better monitoring tools now in terms of temperature, and we have a better understanding of things like solar irradiation versus just ambient heat. But it took 
shall we say, a lot more direct observation. They didn't have as much predictive capability. And Andy, on the topic of the tool itself, I'm curious how the tool, the web-based tool actually works and how it's used, you know, what are even some of the inputs that are required um, for it to generate the desired information to growers there? Sure. Well, the tool is a website. So to get there, you go to ucanr.edu slash pistachio hyphen nut hyphen growth. So it's a free website. There's no login. And it's a relatively simple um, layout. It should work fine on small devices like phones and tablets. Uh, you need to input your location because it is we, we grab weather data specific for your location. So you can either click on the map or you can enter your latitude longitude coordinates, which you can get from Google Maps and places like that. Next, you just basically you work your way down. The next thing you'll be asked to enter, what is your variety or cultivar of pistachio? Uh, there's about half a dozen or so that are on there that the recent research identified these growth curves for. Then you specify your date range where normally you would, the beginning of your range for your analysis would be when 50% of the trees are in bloom. That's kind of like the starting point for counting uh, the degree dates. And then the end date would be you know, the end of the season or when you might be doing harvest. There's another option where you can specify what percent of the maximum growth potential do you want to flag on the report, right? Uh, so these, the, the mathematical model uh, is kind of like an S-shaped curve. So you could, you know, the, the default is to say, tell me when I hit 90% of that theoretical maximum, which tends to work well for, for most people. Uh, there's another option where you can fine tune the weather data. So we have different weather databases or we will have different weather databases. And then finally, um, you hit the run button and what you get back is a little report and that report shows some, some charts, some little curves that show you how the model predicts these three measures of nut development change over time with degree dates based on the actual weather from that season. Um, and then for future days, let's say you're doing this maybe in July, right? So maybe halfway through the season, uh, it will use historical weather patterns as sort of the, the best guess for the rest of the season. Yeah, so that's basically what you get. And then there'll be a little table of the actual dates when these milestones are predicted to be reached. And that's kind of your guessing point for when you start looking more closely at, um, at your trees. Maybe a little biased since you were helping in the process of creating uh, the tool, but would you say it's fairly easy to use for growers? Has it, has it been tested with growers? Have growers gotten to use this yet? We are in the process of testing it. A couple of growers have looked at it and given us some feedback. It's definitely easy to use. Um, we are actively looking for people who can help us test it and make suggestions on how to improve it um, to make it more um, easy to integrate into operations, right? So. We've got, there's about four different charts and there's some little tables, but that's the kind of thing we'd like to get feedback from growers on, as well as does this model do a decent job on predicting, you know, when you're going to um, see the, you know, the shell splits, the, 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 the shell hardness. Um, so we're really looking forward to getting um, feedback from, from actual growers.
We're going to be right back after a word from our sponsors. Today's high-density almond orchards create a microclimate that's favorable for diseases. And once symptoms of Altenaria, rust, and scab are visible, it's difficult to slow these diseases down with fungicides. Fortunately, with Quash Fungicide, you can prevent defoliating diseases like Altenaria, rust, and scab by spraying preventively. Quash has excellent UC ratings and delivers proven broad-spectrum protection. To learn more, talk to your PCA or visit valent.com slash quash. Always read and follow label instructions. Hi, we're back talking with Louise Ferguson, Extension Specialist in the UC Davis Department of Plant Sciences, and Andy Lyons, Informatics and GIS Statewide Program with UC ANR and UC Berkeley to discuss a new web-based tool for predicting pistachio growth. Louise, you know, why is it important to note that models and tools like this web-based tool are not necessarily calculators of definite outcomes, such as like an irrigation calculator, you know, what do growers really need to keep in mind um, when using something like this? So what you need to keep in mind is that a, a, a a website like this is based on a model from collected data. And we obviously didn't collect data from every tree in California. So The data we base this model on captures the average. It's not an absolute for every situation. So any given orchard can deviate from the average within our values. So that's why we like to call it a decision support tool for your specific situation. The output is designed to tell you, as Andy said, how different this season is from, what is it, the average of the last 20 seasons, Andy? I've forgotten how many seasons you averaged it on. And it's designed, as Andy said, due to 90% or due of 90% of the stage you're interested in. And then at that point, start more direct field monitoring of shell growth, of kernel growth. And as with all models, one should always question the model. If it really differs from what you see, direct observation, you know, it's only direct observation from multiple growers that's going to help us verify and improve this model. Andy, you know, there are some models for commodities such as tree fruit and nuts um, development that exist, but none that really support decision-making like this one does. You know, how does the web-based tool use some of these real-time, as you said earlier, growing degree day accumulation to kind of help growers make decisions in their pistachio orchards? Yeah, it's a good question because as you point out, there are a lot of models for how fruit and trees develop over time. And under the hood, these are almost always mathematical equations, which are not that fun or easy to work with. So what we've tried to do here is, is make turn this equation, and there is an equation in, under this model, uh, A, make it user-friendly, right? So you don't need to know any math at all. All you need to know is when, when is the date when your trees were at roughly half in bloom? Um, and what kind of cultivar do you have? And that's really all the technical input that you, you might need. So we've tried to make it user-friendly, phone-friendly. We're actually grabbing weather data from the current season. So if you use this tool in August, you're gonna be getting the actual temperature data for your area from, you know, from March through August, whenever your trees were in half bloom. Uh, so we're actually using, we're not using like general temperature data for, for all of California. Um, and then we're also grabbing from these same weather databases the, the next 10 day forecast. So as you're getting closer to one of these milestones, you can kind of see where you might hit that line. 
And then also, as Louise mentioned, where we have one of the charts shows what does this year look like? The accumulation of heat of degree days, how does this year look compared to previous years? Right now we have like historical averages, so like a 30-year average. Uh, we know that climate is changing, so we're looking for additional uh, weather, additional years of data that we'll be adding this year as, as reference points. So you can see like how does the accumulation of heat this year compared to maybe the last five years, which is many people's still memory. So we're really trying to make it user-friendly and, and then practical for growers, but we do want feedback um, to make that even better. I'm curious from the feedback that you have gotten on the tools so far from the ones that have kind of looked at and tested it, has it caused you guys to, to make changes to the tool? Are there more changes that might come to the tool in the future in the current state that it's in? Yeah, it's definitely under development. We've developed a couple, you'll see on the, on the website, there's a tab for instructions and resources. So we've built those out based on some of the comments we've gotten. Uh, a lot of growers, I mean, we know this tool is not going to be spot on. It's not really meant for that. So we want to find ways where some guidance or maybe some ways that growers, you know, maybe they observe from their, you know, from their observations uh, when these different growth milestones are actually reached. How can they use that information relative to the tool prediction to improve, you know, their ability? Like maybe if nothing else, you can say the tool tends to over predict or tends to under predict um, when these milestones, just to help them kind of narrow down um, when these actual milestones. And then we have an active this year in 2022, we're actively recruiting some testers and there's a contact us uh, form on the website. So we'd like all anyone who's got a question, you don't even have to agree, you know, want to be a tester. Uh, but if you just have a question, it'll go to Louise and, and we'll, we'll respond to it. And if we, but if we, if somebody is interested in, in you know, kicking the tires a little bit, uh, maybe talking to us on the phone a couple times this year, we'd love to have you. And you know, this is a group effort and it's a, it's a new kind of tool and we want it to be as useful as possible to all growers in California. Great sentiment. All right, just to finish it off here, I'm going to start with you, Luis. Uh, anything else growers uh, should know when using the web-based tool or kind of approaching it? Any Anything you might want to add? Just want to reiterate what Andy said, which is feedback is the way we're going to verify this. You know, feedback and, and use. So, you know, it's like when we all first started with computers, we were afraid to touch the keys. You know, get in there and, and put in data, even put in fake data and see what happens. Yeah. Okay, we want perfect. feedback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Andy, anything else you'd like to add before we uh, finish it off here? No, I just encourage people, you know, go to the website, even if you're not a grower of pistachios, you know, um, there's a, the, the paper is linked there. So you can read about how the research was done, where the samples were taken from. Um, if you have suggestions about good sources of weather, uh, we're always interested in finding out, you know, there's the CIMIS, there's the airports, there's the commercial weather services. Uh, if you've got feedback on those, let us know. Um, this is a group effort. So let's, let's all move forward together. Louise, Andy, thank you for coming on today and talking about this really uh, innovative tool. For anyone listening, if you want to kind of learn more about the tool and kind of see step-by-step -step how to use the current uh, iteration of it, you can go to um, wcngg.com. There was an article published in the February edition where it kind of detailed all that out. So Louise and Andy, thank you for coming, kind of coming on and providing some insight and context to that tool. Thanks a lot. Having us. Yeah. Good chatting.
Of course. This is Taylor with My Ag Life signing off. Thanks for listening. Subscribe for updates on new episodes, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.